welcome to a look in the future. What would you do if you can go to the future and ask yourself questions? How do you grow your firm? What should you have for breakfast? What's the winning lottery number? No matter what it is, we always want to know those answers. Luckily for us, we can just ask the time traveler himself, Paul Latham, and learn from the knowledge we need in our firms today to evolve into advisory services and become the most relevant advisor for our clients. Paul brings three amazing things with him. Number one, he's built a successful kind practice in the UK. So he understands his accountants, understands how to make this transition. In fact, he transitioned his firm into an advisory powerhouse, which sold for $45 million in 2001. Number two, he's taken a business public, building it to a market value in excess of $400 million. So he really understands what business owners need and value and what we as accountants need to provide to them. And finally, as I said, number three, we don't need to invent time travel. We can just ask Paul and learn from the transition he made 20 years ago in the UK in providing business advisory services as we absolutely need to tackle that challenge here today in the United States without a doubt. I'm Gary Wagner, your Entrepreneurial CPA channel, channel host. And as always, I cannot wait to start talking to Paul Latham once again of Hay and Rock Solutions. And we're going to continue on six areas of business advice. And we're going to dive a little bit deeper into two. Call us 2A, 2 part 2, whatever it is, Paul, but you talked about there's four ways to grow a business. If you're going to do that, and we're talking about one of my favorite ways and favorite topics today, really focusing on value proposition. So I can't hear, wait to hear your take on value prop. Hi, Garrett. Yep, it's, it's, it's actually one of my favorites as well. I mean, by, by sort of definition, actually, the six key areas of business advice sort of are bound to be my favorite areas. But everyone, everyone wants to grow revenue. Four ways to grow is a big one, as I said in the last episode. And when you get into that area, you've, you've gone through that sort of gut feel that I talked about last time. Okay, let's just say it's win new clients or win new customers. Where do we go from there? So that's what we're going to really focus on here today. I'm just going to get my slides up. And so as we went through in the last episode, four ways to grow a business. And I mentioned that we were going to be looking at value proposition as a sort of deeper dive into this area. So winning new customers. And just to be clear, if you're winning new customers, there's actually about four things you've really got to focus in on to. You've obviously got to look at who you're trying to win. So you've got to really properly define your targets. You've got to then work out how you're going to demonstrate your value proposition because you can't just say things to people. You've got to show it to them and prove it to them. And then you've got to get good at closing the sale. But it's usually that second area on that screen there, the value proposition. That's where most clients, in my experience, need some help. And if I just say here and now, most CPAs I've met certainly need some help. And actually, I've sort of used CPAs as an example or a typical example in building out the value proposition. So in, in the same way that we talked about the four ways to grow a business, and I talked about the logic, it's exactly the same with building a value proposition. It's a really logical thing to do, and there's four factors. You've got to think about how do we rate on providing value? How do we rate on providing what I call the expects, the customer expects? Wrap that all up into what does the customer think? What's their perspective on this? And then finally, where do we rank as a business versus the competition? And what you end up building is, is a little uh, 
four quadrant uh, diagram, typical consultants four quadrant diagram. And if you look at that screen there, you'll see on the left hand side, we've got what does the customer expect? What do they value? Perhaps we may also say some stuff and they don't care about it. And then how do we rank versus the competition? Where are we worse than the competition? Where are we better than the competition? Or indeed, are we just the same as the competition? And so we get that sort of quadrant there on the screen. And when you look at what those four areas actually mean, if you're trying to provide something that the customer really values and you're worse than the competition, clearly that gives you an opportunity to improve. That's your focus. Even worse, if you're trying to do something the customer expects and you're worse than the competition, you, that's critical. You, you, know, you must improve if you're going to stay in business. If you're focusing on something the customer expects and you're trying to get better, to be honest, it's usually a waste of effort. You're wasting your time, and I'll probably illustrate that a little bit later on. And, and then more, most importantly for this presentation, the fourth quadrant is, okay, so what is it the customer values that we're better at than the competition? And if we can combine those two items, whatever that is, that's your value proposition. And so you start breaking things down between the values and the expects and so on. So step one is ideally you get a group of people, usually three, four, five people and say, okay, let's just list all of the things that you potentially might say to a potential new customer. And I've just listed a few here, you know, we're responsive, we're experienced, we're professional, we do quality work. And step two is then say, okay, now we're the customer. Is that something the customer values or is it something they expect? And so those examples I just showed you on the screen, in my sort of opinion, they're all expects. You know, let's say we were talking about a CPA. Would you go to a CPA who wasn't responsive? Would you go to a CPA who wasn't experienced? Would you go to a CPA who wasn't professional? Would you go to a CPA who didn't produce quality work? And the answer is, of course you wouldn't. You expect that from your CPA. And so these items are only important if you happen to be below the market standard. If you're not as responsive as you should be, then clearly you need to improve. Otherwise, you sound the same as everybody else. As it shows in the bottom left corner of the screen there, you know, would you dream of using a CPA who wasn't responsive, experienced professional, does quality work? They're your minimum criteria to be in business. So now let's extend this graph and say, okay, what, what might the customer value? So I've written a few examples. I'm not saying these are the only ones. I've written a few examples here. So yeah, we're proactive to your needs. We provide access to the best in, best in breed experts. We help you to clarify your business direction. We help you to maximize your business potential, grow profits. Now, if you asked a, a client there, would they value somebody who was proactive, gave access to the best experts, clarified business direction, grow profits, I think you'll find that 99 clients out of 100 would say, yeah, I value those items. And, but, but do they value them equally? So what we then do, having completed the list, and this isn't necessarily a complete list, we then score and say, okay, how do we rank? In our opinion, how do we rank from the customer's perspective, first of all, on those items? And I've written a few sort of 
examples on the screen. And, and basically I tend to guide and say, anything in the expect area is probably gonna, you're gonna score five, six, seven. It could be a really important expect, in which case, you know, give it nearer to a seven. It could be a low expect and a five. Value is seven to 10, anything else is below five. And so you can see there that I'm beginning to build some scores. You can do this, by the way, several times because you can always iterate and, and keep saying, well, you know, so for example, growing profits, is that more important than clarifying direction? Well, yeah, probably it is. And is that more important than access to best of breed experts? Well, yeah, probably it is. And so on. And so you're always iterating, you go back and you eventually come up with a list you're comfortable with. And that takes maybe 30 minutes to do that. And then you say, how good are we versus the competition where if we're exactly the same as typical competition, we're five out of 10. If we're worse, we're somewhere in the zero to four range. If we're better, we're six to 10. And by the way, most people think they're better than the competition. Um, so you'll see down the right hand side here, I always then go on to say, and how are you gonna demonstrate that? How are you gonna prove that you're more responsive? How are you gonna prove that you do better quality work? And the bottom line is nobody can. Um, so it's a waste of time even saying it, let alone trying to do it. But, you know, so, you know, are we any better at being more experienced? Well, of course not. We're the same. We're a five. Are we any better at being professional? Of course not. We're the same. We're a five. But actually, we've got some ways of doing this clarified direction. We, we have this thing called a vision workshop, or we have a way of helping you grow profits. We have this whole process and talk to some of our customers and so on. So it's easy to begin to build a chart. And then what you can do is begin to put the scores in. So what we're finding on those scores is that the things like responsive, quality, experienced and professional are all in the customer expect area. And even if we are better than the competition, you can't prove it. You can't prove that you're, you, know, you, you, you try and prove you're more responsive. Um, it's typically a waste of effort to improve. Whereas up in the top right hand corner, it's, we can help you grow profits. We, we'll clarify your direction, access to best experts, proactive and so on. Mm. And, and suddenly that begins to shape what your value proposition should look like. And you can then begin to craft the wording. So in my little example here, I would say based on those scores, at XYZ CPAs, we specialize in helping you to grow business profits and clarify direction. We're proactive to your needs and can help you find the best experts to implement solutions. As you'd expect, we pride ourselves on our responsive style quality work delivered by experienced professionals. And, and, and that exercise, what it does is it forces people to look at the logic of their words. And then the next step is to consider, as I say, how you demonstrate. And that's where you then start showing the, the client or the potential client how you do this. Because if you can show them how you do it, Here's our process. Here's our this, that, and other. Here's our diagnostic. Here's what we do. This is what happens when you become a client, and it suddenly starts feeling real to that client. So basically, my little message on this one is: you'd ideally work with a group of typically three to five senior team, and in about two to three hours, you will almost inevitably craft a better value proposition than the one they've already got. You'll have added huge value. And it's just based on logic. And it's a really easy first step from moving on from four ways to grow a business. Yeah, and Paul, as someone that's used this, this Hayrock system, both the business and both CPA firms and clients, I can tell you firsthand it is 
relatively easy to take it through. It guides you through the process. Clients love it because the clients just need that extra little bit of nudge to get over that hurdle, to really kind of think about this in an actual logical way. Because most times their value prop is non-existent or they've kind of just cobbled it together without any really thought or process or logic. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and this, part here is, this part here is the really critical step, separating yeah. the expects from what truly adds value. And, and, the, and the way to do it is always to turn it around. Would you go to an accountant who wasn't experienced? Why? And I look at CPA's websites all the time and they all say the same thing. Come to us, we're responsive, we're experienced, we're professional, we do good stuff. Would you, would you go to one that didn't? Right, yeah, my favorite is, I worked with a firm one time, their tagline was world-class service. Same thing, great, everyone expects that you're gonna do your CPA from, you're gonna do a good job better than like, yeah. I'm gonna work out of their house. Like that is, yeah. the whole tagline is an expectation. Yeah, exactly. Come, come to me. I add numbers up correctly and I get it right. Yeah. <laughs> Big deal. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes, I know how to add one plus one equal two. Like, thank yeah, you. Exactly. So separate, that's the critical step. Separating the expects from the value. Put yourself in the customer's position and say, would the customer expect this? And then you'll stop looking the same as everybody else. Forces you. Sounds like for everything we talked about on, on the four ways to grow a business in, in part one and part two here, a lot of the role in the advisor is just getting the client to think about these things yeah. and, and put them down. And, it's, it, and, the, and the real key thing, to be honest, Garrett, is once you understand the framework of this stuff, hence the six key aspects of business advice, four ways to grow a business, so on, it's all logic. So once you're comfortable with the logic, no client can ever say anything to you that you don't understand. You're very comfortable with it. It's logic. One step follows the other. It's what I call painting by numbers. Yeah. Uh, really, and you control the conversation. The client follows you because you lead. And it's also why, like we talked about before, the niche doesn't necessarily matter. No, it's irrelevant. The principles are universal. Totally irrelevant. Uh, utterly irrelevant. Because the client already knows that stuff. So mm. you can drag that stuff out of the client. They know what their customers value. You can drag that out. All, you're ask, all you really are is a facilitator. You're not, yeah. you're not trying to be an expert in you know, XYZ industry. Yeah, you're not trying to make the widget. You're trying not to be a manufacturer, a software company, a farmer. You're just saying, like, you do that. Yeah. I'm going to help you get there. Here's the four ways to grow a business. Which one do we want to focus on? Yeah, and, and then, like I say, in this one, so we've crafted the value proposition. Well, probably the next step is then to do a makeover of your websites. And that's probably where you bring in a professional to help you because obviously, you know, you, you as a CPA or advisor, you know, you're not going to help them to craft the website, but you've guided them to the right sorts of words. And then we involve somebody else and we're collaborating. Before we know where we are, we're into a project. Exactly. We're making success. We're showing the client our value, coming back to the value prop, in a different kind of way. So, yeah. Paul, as always, thank you for the time today. I love driving through part one and two of the four ways to grow a business. So stay tuned. Next time we'll be back with part three and part four. And if you want to see how ready you are inside your CPA firm to implement these six ways to grow a business, take part in the, in the free biz survey. See how ready you are for future success. It won't take very long. It's worth the time. Sign up, click the link below for your own free biz survey. Get an objective assessment of how prepared your firm is for the future. As a special for watching the show, we'll provide you the results and a follow-up meeting where we go through things line by line with you to talk about your biz score. As I said, there's a link below. I highly encourage everyone watching to take the test. 
and see how ready you are. That's all the time we have for today. So thank you for watching. Click to subscribe to the YouTube channel. And as always, we challenge you today to take action to change the world and invest in yourself.